Happy New Year and welcome to the newest episode of Jordy Radio. Today is January 3rd, 2022. And unlike other episodes, I can't actually believe that I'm like, Happy New Year's! Because, you know, the holidays, they hit hard for mama and they kind of drug on. So I'm ready for New Year's to be here and I'm ready for it to continue out the door. I love you so much. See you next year. It's like my favorite aunt. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I love you so much. I am so happy you are here today joining me for the show. How are you? (laughs) How was New Year's? Did we stay in or did we go out? I was uh, passed out by before midnight. I feel like it was 50-50 for people. I definitely saw people getting all cozy-cozy in their robes at home. And then I definitely saw people pulling out the stops to go out. So it was fun to see a mixture of both. Whatever you did, I hope you had an absolutely fabulous, happy, and healthy night. Speaking of healthy, do you know like five people with COVID right now? I have it. Many of my friends have it. And no, we have not been together because again, I'm on the other side of the country. I'm like, is this a... A foreshadow of my year <laughs> like it can't be no i'm kidding 2021 people we are going to leave behind us i'm sure we had a lot of great things happen to us and then you know we had some not great things and we're gonna leave them back in 2021 because they don't serve us anymore and it's exciting that i have you to talk to as we head into this new year because i'm super super excited for jordy radio in 2022 we're just going to keep growing we're going to keep evolving and we're going to keep having conversations that aren't talked about enough which brings me back to part two today with my best friend eileen heilman we heard her talk last week I can't imagine being a counselor there and being like there's this broken college girl in one door and then this woman who has literally been in and out of prison not right. for violent things right. but like right. for like drugs Totally. Our like issues with domestic violence. There's also Life a lot of shit. people like that there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. It was crazy. And I just remember like the second day I was like, I'm ready. Like I need to go home. Like I, this, this isn't where I need to be anymore. We are talk about growing up, college, getting into partying, drinking, and then kind of the downfall of that. And we're about to hear the the rise, which is the best, most exciting part. Now, before we get into the interview, I do want to let you know, you know, like I said, I have COVID. I'm not feeling very well at the moment, so I am not going to be putting in a new week wisdom for you. So again, I just wanted to say happy new year. And no matter what you want this year in 2022, did I say that right? 2022? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whether that is if you want to slow down in life or you want to speed up you want to try new things or you want to pick up old things that you love. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a positive year. We worked so hard in 2021 and we're going to start to see that sunshine start to come back to us in 2022. So I love you. Today is January 3rd. I hope you enjoy the second part of my interview with Eileen Heilman and I'll see you next week. Story began. <laughs> right, right. And then okay. I stopped drinking that summer. So summer going into senior year? Yeah. Healthy. I started working out and then I got blonde. Mm-hmm. And I came back senior year and 
mm-hmm. yeah I just didn't drink for a couple months and I just kind of drove us around that was a yeah. fun year I think senior year was my favorite it was year. great yeah it was great yeah but you know we still had issues and then I started drinking halfway through I remember mm-hmm. I like drank on Christmas and I was like this like I'm back right to where we started because mm. it was senior year and I was like I can't I want to be able to like get drunk but then I remember I like cut off all my hair again so I went back to mm-hmm. brunette there was just a lot of identity crisis sure right I don't I don't know what you observed but it's it, I felt like I definitely put on a really good front mm-hmm well, it's like, cause you know, senior year, you just want to like be with your friends. Cause you're like, what the fuck is going to ha- be happening next? So like, let's just soak up this time. We're literally never going to get back again. Um, no, we didn't. We never because- got it back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to soak that in, you know, and be happy. And I think that we were like, we were all very happy together. <laughs> we were so happy. Very. I know. Fuck. And that's where I was like, I'm so blessed. Like, why am I in this home? Like, right like go live right and I also kind of feel like I wanted attention from my parents because I always wanted them to know that there was a problem going on in high school I had the eating issue and also like that whole crisis with my boyfriend I just felt like I never really felt as if I had the support that I like needed and wanted from them yeah I just wanted like hugs man like love I didn't want to be pressured for yeah Yes, and I didn't want to be pressured for grades. And I remember just like the pressure to like perform was just so mm-hmm. intense, and I was just struggling so much. And I brought it to college, and the pressure right. was still there, but like they couldn't check online, you know, right. for the grades. One hundred percent. Checking of grades in high school ruined me. Mm-hmm. Mom would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, that ruined me. And then we graduated. And of course, I'm still like fucking everyone I met. But I think that year I was a little bit more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. together. Yes. I think junior year was yes. the worst. Okay, so we graduate wow. and you move home? Is that what I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember crying in the La Quinta. No, it was a Fairfield and with my parents. And I was like, I just want to, I'm so happy it's over. Mm. What I said. I yeah, like, you were ready. I was like, I need to, I, yeah, I was like, I need to get the fuck out of Helena. Like, I need to go with you. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for this, but like, I barely made it. 100%. Like, and got like, my degree time to get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, if I didn't have you and, like, Morgan and those people who were really close to me that year, I may, I don't know. Lord help it. Right. Like, we were getting so fucked up that I would just, like, fall asleep in a ditch on the way home from the party. Yes. 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 And my phone would be sitting in that snow the next day. 100%. Or the car accident. Oh, my God. Fuck, we skipped that day. Well... I don't even know where I was going. I think I was like literally going to get laid. Well, yeah, I think you were. And I yeah. was, I was getting that done. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, I think, why you took my car because I wasn't home. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have sex. And I remember driving home 
fucking set the Drake scene for us. With, set the scene. Drake came out with such good bangers when we were. Yes. If like, you're reading this, to 100. Yes. Yes. When that dropped. Yeah. So this is Halloween night, like late, late, late. Was it Halloween? Yes. See, I don't remember any of this. Yeah, because this was the night of the uh, costume uh, with the wings, uh, fantasy football. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Oh, my God. And I was like, let's, let's like, yeah. I was just like, I want to have sex. So right. we hopped in the car on the way Dodge home. Neon. <laughs> yep, Dodge Neon. And I was fucked up. I was fucked I mean. up at yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Fuck. Oh my god! And I just remember driving and like, just do 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 do. And then I remember just like hearing Six God, come on. Wait, I'm trying to think of some Six God lyrics. I, what'd you say? I'm trying to think of some lyrics. Oh my god. What? Well, fuck it. What's the? I'm trying oh to my think. God. Okay, so this is how it oh, starts. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh my god, I can and the thing is I can always see I remember just accelerating. I just like it was like a drop in the song and I just like boom and I was just like pushed my foot down so hard. I don't know if I wanted to die. I don't know if I was right. Something. right. I don't I don't know what it was, dude, but I like I kind of like left myself. And I just see there was like that one part on that one road in the neighborhood, and there was yes. like the three, like yeah, the turn. It was like a very yes. sharp turn. It was like yes. like they were gonna build the. Road. Was it? Yes, it was like they were gonna build the road, but they had like stopped. And and they like that. <laughs> right, and I, and for some reason, it was like last minute. I saw that like warning thing, or the mm. pillars or whatever, and I was like, oh. "Fuck, I need to turn." So I like. I like put my two hands on the wheel and I just like overcorrect a shit ton and I'm just like, right? like slow mo your hair is like Ooh. right and I didn't push the brake so I wasn't pushing the brake oh god but I also wasn't accelerating so okay. I was like going at the speed that I was going okay. and then so yeah we overcorrect we hit the curb on one side of the street and then I'm like trying to grab the wheel again. But then we're all the way overcorrected to the left. I'm fucking mm. wasted on my mind. I hit mm -hmm. the other curb on the left-hand side of the road. This is a goddamn neighborhood street. Like, right. this shit's wide. <laughs> oh, and I just, like, I finally hit the right side of the curb again. And I kind of, like, straighten out, right? My momentum has kind of mm -hmm. lost it because of the two curbs. And I just remember, like, stopping and, like, the music still blaring. Oh, God. And I just, like, turned it off. And I was like, what the fuck? Like what my heart happened? rate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like the steering wheel was like all the way over. <laughs> I remember that from the next day. <laughs> I don't know how I got that car home, but I think I drove it like, like, right. Like holding it. <laughs> it's like when you fuck up your bike really bad and like your wheels yeah. are all the way on the right side, but you're still right. straight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Christ and i just was like wow mm -hmm. like all right we drove drunk and we fucked up the car and that right. wasn't the last time i did that right right so that that gets us out of college 
Yeah, and take then... us. Take us. So, okay, so you're back. You're at Nike, or you're in Portland. You know. Yeah, yeah, we're in Portland. In we're at Nike. Um, it was a lot. I like did my first like bit of coke. I remember like at that club downtown. Mm-hmm. Can't remember it now, but it was like an outdoor club. It was so much fun, but like. I was just meeting guys off of Tinder. Like I was very empty. I didn't yeah. have anyone I could really lean on. Yeah. Um, you know, we were all just doing our own thing. We were all separated. Mm-hmm. We were kind of like, I felt lost. Yeah, for sure. I was happy though. Cause I was like out of college and I didn't mm-hmm. have school to study for. And right. Also I like almost didn't, I almost failed my final in college. Like I wouldn't have graduated. Mm-hmm because mm-hmm. I worked that one Easter Sunday or that one Sunday in April that was my fucking final yeah. yes yeah oh my god I, I forgot like, about that fuck? and I was just like rant and I just was like I can either pick work at the fucking Steve's cafe right or I could do my final and right. I literally chose Steve's cafe because of the pressure <laughs> that I had to like for <laughs> sure so right <laughs> and they just let me know and I was right. like, oh, I can just lose my final. It's fine. Did I ever ask if I could? No. I right. just assumed right. I could because right. I'm some pretentious prick that just, right. we're just for some it. reason, everything worked out. I crashed right. your car. Oh, yeah. you're like, fine. You're like, I know you're suffering. I'm like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got the final, though. I got a C and I passed. So. Yep. No, it's okay because I literally remember when my mom called me like, maybe like a month and a half after graduation or something. And I remember because Taylor was in the front seat and Carly uh-huh. was in the back seat. We're going on a hike or something. And she goes, yeah, I just got your, uh, like your diploma or your transcript. And you ended up with a 2.9. And she like starts yeah. yelling at me. Girls, I'm like, sorry, girls, that you have to listen to this. But oh she just God, went on. What? Yeah, I was playing over the whole car. <laughs> Oh, my mom just going in on my 2.9 that I graduated with. I'm like, sorry, but I graduated. <laughs> I did it. I graduated with 2.92. That's so funny. I'm like, look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're grinding in Portland. Okay grinding in portland drinking still on medicated i was doing much better because i was doing that bodybuilding thing oh yes only for like yeah that was only for like a year dated some ugly dude you know it's just like Mm -hmm. the blurry time after college you don't really want to admit to right right. um and then it's like oh my god just I stopped doing the bodybuilding thing because it just really fucked me up from eating sure. disorders and everything. But I wasn't mm-hmm. drinking. So I was like, I wasn't damaging myself, but I was still like kind of sleeping around with people. Yeah. I don't know. After the bodybuilding thing, I just kind of fell apart again and started drinking again mm-hmm. and just like finding my worth in men. And it was just like a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I remember I like brought someone home like to my parents' house. I remember this. And like had sex with someone in the guest bedroom. <laughs> and my mom was like, I hope you had fun last night. And I was like, She's like, my you mom heard. <laughs> yeah, my mom heard everything. That's fucking, inst- I just, that gives it's me the shivers. Yeah. <laughs> 
it and like that still wasn't a wake-up call like I mean there needs to be something done here right and like I didn't there was a lot of shit that I'm like I want to say but like I can't say that happened in college like I was diagnosed with a couple things like uh um and it just it never put it in the perspective like I just never it still wasn't enough for you like to be like okay maybe make a different fucking choice no I was like it'll it'll get better I'm like it'll get better it never got fucking better right um and then that's when I was like so fed up at Nike I was living with someone who just like her dog just shit everywhere and I would just throw the poop <laughs> in her room and I was like, I need to get the fuck out. Right. You're like, I need to change. Yes. It was depressing me. My parents were still kind of up my ass because I was still in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I yeah, seriously. <sighs> like I worked customer service and I was like, look, like Nike was great, but like there has to be something more. That's when I got into education met someone moved to Colorado dumped me three weeks later Mm -hmm. find out three months later that um said person was dating someone Mm -hmm. after me sketchy motherfucker sketchy motherfucker and he was like move out here move out here and you know I don't know whatever so then we get an education but I'm still fucking around with people right still drinking and I'm a living nanny at this point. I'm working yeah. at a Catholic school part time, and I'm just like entertaining myself by getting right. It's like your midish twenties, and you're like, yeah. I'm gonna get drunk off wine tonight and yeah. eat some ice cream. One hundred. It was just. It. I would buy like nine dollar bottle of wine and drink it all in one night. Yeah. And I was like, I don't have a problem because the right. memes tell me I don't. Right. Like, oh. Right. Doesn't everyone drink wine like this? Totally. Right. I feel that. And then, right, we'd go out day drinking on Sundays and I would come home and it'd be like 2 p.m. and I'd be so fucking depressed. Mm-hmm. I would just go out and buy more wine and cope right. with you it that way. Home. Yeah. Yeah. Alone. Mm-hmm. And then I would like drunk drive to fucking Denny's. Right. Right. Wife. And even in Portland, I know, even in Portland, before I had moved, I remember I would drunk drive all the time and like it is a blessing I'm not fucking dead because I almost went off of a whole cliff in this Portland neighborhood mm-hmm. and I fucked up my car really bad. That's a... but you know it's like what if you know how fucking upset that would be for a lot of the people who care about you because you were just making a stupid fucking intoxicated decision all the time you know or you know, like, it's only one part of it. Like, what if you killed a family of four? You know no, what I'm saying? And that's a complete absolute, I know, that's a complete terrible side to bring up in it. But it's like, these things happen. That's why drunk driving accidents are terrible. Yes. You know? They're literally terrible. And like, you just, I don't know. I don't, I just remember I, it was always, it wasn't a matter of like, I'm drunk, I'm going to get in the car to feel good. Or like, mm-hmm. I want to like feel, I think in that Dodge yeah. Neon moment, that was like, that oh, was I probably like that. a adrenaline type of a rush. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. But the, the, the heart of like driving home is that you've just damaged your body and in to- mm-hmm. like talk and like give, get fed your body so many toxins and you know, it's not good for you. And the yeah. one thing you just want to do is just get, just be home. Totally. You just want to be home. Right. 
that's your last stretch. Like the home stretch is home. Right, 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 right. And that's like a very like metaphorical, like home note. Totally. Like when you're home, it's like that one finally safe spot. Yes. Because I remember I'd get home in college and just black out after I got home. And you'd say I'd yell at you and we'd get in arguments. I'm like, I don't remember any of it. Right, right. (laughs) Jesus. I tell you, the party didn't stop when you walked through that door. (laughs) My brain did. (laughs) Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah, man. Then I went on a date with someone in Denver, okay. and this was when I was still drinking, and I was like really attracted to that person. And I was like, oh wow, this is actually going to be really great. He has a stable job. He's going to be cool and nice. He went to church with me that day. Like, so I was single at this point, living in Denver as a living nanny. and a part-time school teacher and this is where things get much more clear for me I think it's because I kind of started realizing that there was a problem and I Mm -hmm. I didn't distance myself from it I just think I was more cautious maybe Mm -hmm. in the back of my mind um I didn't look like it but I I feel like I just knew sure back my mind I would remember this I would remember this and I would kept kept telling myself that because I was so afraid of forgetting like college yeah yeah and so we, we like went to church that morning and we, you know, we went out day drinking and it was a good time. I wasn't that drunk. Like yeah. I was fine. We were having a good time, but there were just these like little red flags that I was like, why far away from the venue? Or like, why didn't you just Uber here? Like you live sure. so close to the city. Just like these like weird little off things that I just didn't really feel good about. But I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'm drinking. It's Sunday. Right. And we went out to dinner. We went out to a really good burger place. And then that night we were like, I was like, what do you want to watch? And I was like, and he was like, oh, what about this movie? And I was like, about it, how a teacher was like, not molesting, but like sleeping with a student. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Sure. And so we started watching it and then he started getting like way more physical. And Lord. I was like, I don't want this right now. Like, please yeah. stop. And then it's kind of like, you know, well, how everyone feels. Like, yes. How, like, when you feel like it. it's easier because then he'll fucking get off of you. Yeah, exactly. You're like, terrible. it's terrible. And I was just like, fine. Like, I've felt like this before. Like, just like, we'll make out. But there was just like something inside me that was like, not this fucking time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this again. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this again. Like, this Mm -hmm. bitch ass came to church with me this morning. Right. Yeah. You're not going to church and then pressure me. Exactly. Yeah. And, ugh, made me sick. Yeah, totally. he was like, I heard him like start to take shit off. And I was like, nope. Yeah. And then somehow all of a sudden my shirt was off and like, I was just like half naked and I like felt something start. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then like, I was like raped uh. and I just finally like pushed him off. And I was like, get the fuck off of me and get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I was just like, you are not going to do this to me. I literally said no so many fucking times. And then, right. you know, they always, or like, they're like, hey, 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 yeah, like, wait, let me talk about this. Like, it's not a big deal. Everything's fine. You're like, get the fuck off of me and get the fuck out. Word. Yeah. Like, but that's after yeah. so many times we've been like abused and like. A thing of putting up with it. Right. Like probably over 30, 40 times. Wow. Right. Wifey. Oh. Good for I, you. Okay. And I kind of leave. Finally, I'd finally felt like I'd gotten some shit together in my life, too. You know, I wasn't like shit faced drunk with this guy. I was like tipsy, but I was okay. It, with it, obviously, yeah. 
100%. And so then the next day I was just like, I was fucking raped. Like, I remember the next day. Yeah. And I was like, I need to talk. I I don't know who, I don't know if it was you or somebody said like, you just need to go report him. Yeah. And I think you did, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I like, they came to my house late at night the next night. Yeah. Actually, no, I think it was like a week later. Yeah. I was like, no, like, it's fine. It's fine. Then I was like, fuck this. Like, no, like I cannot get this guy out of my mind because he's, I said no so many, like that time this happened so. Yes. Yeah. We're just nodding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, I need to report. So he's like, the police officers came up to my God darn, like, mm-hmm. little yep. chalet in nanny area. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The live in nanny area is not chalet, but it was like the top <laughs> of a garage. Um, it, was so it was what? It was super cute. It was really cute. Um, besides the mice running back mm-hmm. and forth. Um, but so then. The guy came up, he's like, all right, write down everything that happened. I was like, all right. So I wrote everything down that happened. I remember taking a picture of it too. And then they're like, all right, we'll be in contact. They like gave me just like a lot of resources. They had someone come out there who was like an on-demand person to like give you resources and talk to you and be like, do you need to talk to someone? I'm like, no, I have a therapist. Like, I think I'm good. They're like, okay, well, like, we'll probably call you down to the department, police department. You need to come down tomorrow at like 930. I'm like, I work. And they're like, we'll call out. And I was like, well okay because we need to like interview you and so they did all that and that was like the first time I really in my life felt like I was like taking control of like the sexual abuse that I've been through definitely and like all the shit that's ever been like just all the shit dude Mm -hmm. and I was like fuck you and your Mm -hmm. fucking awful people like I, Mm -hmm. I despise men yeah and then I from there is when like I was like all right well like if he needs to admit that he did that and at the end of the day when you report all this shit that someone has raped you and you don't get a rape kit you don't get all this stuff done like you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. because you're so much in denial about it Mm -hmm. it's like that only just fucks you because they literally have no proof that they were even in your room I remember they took my comforter for testing but they're like still like sure his ship his like body his like stuff is on that not like juice or anything right but like you can tell he's been here right right and they're like but we can't prove that you said no and that's terrible are you fucking kidding me and this is like the story that everybody hears so it's not like i'm saying this as like you know it but it's just like when it happens to you it's like how do you how the fuck can you tell me that you don't have proof that i said no so you mean that in order to prove that this guy actually raped me, I should have had a camera set up with a microphone on. Because the camera doesn't give you, right. I don't know, for some reason they're like, you need to have them like mic'd up or something to hear that you are What the fuck? That. I know. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're in my room, you're taking my comforter, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Because she said you, you would, she was like, you would be so surprised how many people lie just out of anger. And then they yeah, ruin it for I, everyone. I mean, 100% they totally ruin it for everyone yeah they do they really I'm so sorry it. it's fine but no, it's the next fine. time right it's not fine but the next time that guy fucks up and some bitch is brave enough to say like he mm-hmm. raped me it's gonna be on file and it's gonna show pattern and he's gonna be like arrested so that's the good news yes huge yeah. okay um, yeah. so like you're 
you're dealing with that is the, what's after it gets worse. worse after yeah it does i just like i just you're just coping with depression and like there i didn't have any family nearby like i had two i had one really good friend mm-hmm. and then one really good friend also moved there and then another good friend moved there but it just Thanks. i never felt like enough mm-hmm. and i think literally that next month is when i met brandon mm-hmm. and how'd you meet brandon? I just, on hinge okay love yeah Um, it's worked out for a few of our friends like i know uh, um, know, like six couples that it's worked out for like really really worked out for you know 100 i'm like yeah buddy yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it's yeah that was crazy and then i just pushed him away i think i was coping with all of that i think it was literally a week later oh no 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 it was like a month later that was he was my first day after that incident yes okay and I was really hesitant. I really didn't want to go. Um, uh, I just didn't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I went mm-hmm. and we had a good time, but I was like, oh, this guy's pretty. He's all right. He's okay. Right. Right. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like a week went by or so. And I was like, Fuck, I'm bored. So I like hit mm-hmm. him up and I was like, hey, you want to go get beers all like on me? So anyway, right. that's funny too. So we like, he like picked me up and we went out to go get beers. And like, you know, they're like, all right, here's your, here's your tab. And I like give him my card. And they're like, oh ma'am, I'm so sorry. Oh it's no. Been declined. <laughs> <laughs> my story of my life. Right, right. So, oh shit, I hate that feeling. You're like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened so many times it's the word was just like it's okay it's okay he's like it's all right i got it and i was like mm-hmm. oh my god that's so nice but like, i'm like dude. right but i'm like wait this is like what like a normal dude like 100 like, right like i shouldn't be like, apologizing <laughs> because i because i tried to climb he like knows how hard i'm grinding like fuck okay 100 let the man pay for the beers mm-hmm and fries you're like and mozzarella sticks (laughs) yeah (laughs) and maybe the lettuce wrap (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but that yeah that was like the start of something new i'm just kidding Mm, but mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but then but then even after meeting brandon i was still like kind of fucking around and then Mm -hmm. i remember he was I was at a bar late at night and it was the bar that I'd been like picked up at and like I don't know it just it was a very it was a bar you spent I feel like you know right and I was just like shit faced and but I just started bawling my eyes out because I was like mm-hmm. I don't fit in here this isn't where I want to be right I don't know I Who was you going missed? through it I don't even remember dude okay okay I'm like live um no dude she wasn't there yet Okay. I think it was maybe Charlotte and her friends, but I think Charlotte had left her. I want to keep drinking. Sure. So, I don't know. I was just depressed as shit. And I called Brandon. I was like, can you please pick me up? I'm not okay. And Mm -hmm. this was after like a week of not talking or even texting him back. Okay. And he was at a party. He's like, I'm coming. Oh, that's amazing. He picked me up and got me, right? So I remember I like texted you that I think I was like yeah I know he picked mm-hmm. me up I was like bawling you're like dude that's really nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a gentleman yeah yeah and then I was 
and a coworker to be like, no, I think we should keep him around. I'm like, oh. That's exactly like the way like you would say it. You were just keeping him around for a minute, you know? For a minute. He was like stable right. enough to where you had someone to do some like things with, like yep. companion company wise, but like you weren't like, I'm gonna make this man my boyfriend right now. No. You know? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I just like literally been like raped. Yeah. And the we didn't kiss, I think, for like four weeks because I yeah. was like, I have, I have blah, blah, blah. Right. I have a right. really bad cough. I have fuck you syndrome. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have bird flu, flying flu. <laughs> right. Anything I know about cow disease. Like, <laughs> hepatitis B. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I'm sorry. Hepatitis P. I don't even know. Some kind of math letter. Oh, yeah. Anything. I knew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. Um, so anyways, and then, yeah, we just get together. So I'm like, well, I'm ha- I really like this guy. Bring it just fully still yep. drinking. And I remember, so we really started seriously dating. And then he, I just started putting all of my tendencies on him. I would mm. get fucked up and I would start yelling at him. Mm-hmm. Or I would do a bi- like a very bipolar thing where I would, I was literally shit-faced. I apartment. It was like Rob's birthday, one of our friend's birthday. And I knock on the door and I was like, Brandon, come hang out. And mm-hmm. then, but I was like bawling. I was like, why don't you mm-hmm. like me? Like, why don't you like me? Like, <laughs> like, but I wasn't in a calm state at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was very volatile. And then I was like, literally laid down in this fucking apartment complex like his poor neighbors and i just oh, like no. remember listening to like colors of the wind and just be like can you dream a song? oh like, shit like, <laughs> shit and then the next thing you know i would pop up and i would just like go into the apartment and i would like black out like once i was like through uh, the safe door i would like black mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. and i was going i was yelling at him and then like the next thing you know, I would like look down and then look back up and I was like, how are you? Oh, oh my gosh. How are you doing? The Jekyll and Hyde. Oh my Hyde gosh. Tendencies. Yes. The Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't know who you were. Like you were literally crazy. Like I, right. like. like I, it's, not, it's not a turn on. No, it's disgusting. Right. Like I was shit faced. Mm-hmm. Like I got the crazy eyes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just had those like Jekyll and Hyde. He was like, I didn't know what was going to come next. So, anyways, right. he drove me home. He was very, very nice to me. And I was yeah. just like, I just need this kind of like forgiveness in my life. Mm-hmm. The grace. Because I never, right. The grace. I never got it from my mom when I'd fuck up. I never got it right. from anyone, really. Right, right. I never the, even got like, it from myself. So, back up and keep going. You're like, no, <laughs> like, fuck. I need some attention and some love. I, seriously so i just remember like the fucking shit like the karma the next day after i get so shit-faced was like Mm -hmm. for him to watch like i was Mm -hmm. just like we were driving a boulder the next day Mm -hmm. and he was like i was like i don't feel so good and i was like pull over and i just puked on the side of the road and he was like well there you go sister yep yeah and then like we went to a restaurant called like the sink and it's like very famous and I just peeked all in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like, oh no. You know what I mean? It was like yeah. I was physically yeah. suffering. Yeah. I was in hell. <laughs> mm. And then 
yeah, I mean, this is kind of where the sobriety thing comes up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like an hour 30 in. Jesus. I know. I'm like, we're ready for it. Oh my God. So I don't know what, like, can you ask me questions or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like, I know, I know the story because obviously I know it, but like how I remember it of you telling me was like, you, you were out, I'm pretty sure. And you came home and, or you came back living together at this point, or you came back to one of your places. Okay. And I think you were like yelling at him, like sort of a situation like I'm not, but like low key, like no. drunken, like out of nowhere type behavior. Yes, and right. I think wasn't the next day he kind of like you need to like kind of like stop drinking or like I'm with your shit. Yeah, it was his friend was in town and they had just gotten back from the mountain. And um, when I what, was like, I, what what month was this in? I think this was in like February. February of 2020. Oh, shit. When was this? Or 2019. No, this was in January of 2020. January of 2020. Okay. Yeah. So, like, COVID was was approaching. Mm -hmm. And I had just gone out and I, like, had literally, like, there was this guy at the bar and he looked like Machine Gun Kelly. And I was like, Mm. but you have a kid at home. I was just angry. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I was drinking tequila like a bitch. and he was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I swung on him and like, oh my God. Up, like pulled me out. Like, it was like, okay. fuck your cousins. Fuck your cousins. Yeah. Like, Who is this girl? <laughs> yeah. Like, get out of here. Okay. So, and then, yeah, I come home just like a drunk mess. I was like, we were supposed to go see this Iron. movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We were supposed to see this movie at midnight. It's 1210. And he was like, I was just screaming, slamming mm. doors, saying, I fucking hate you. You're disgusting. Oh, no. Like, you're the oh, worst thing ever. Man. Yeah. And he was like half asleep. Like, he was dead. Sure. He's like, what the fuck happened? Best friend who was visiting was on the oh, couch, yeah, just listening to all of this. Your crazy psycho ass <laughs> just oh, stomping around. <laughs> just like slamming everything. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next day waking up being like, hey, babe, like, how's it going? Muffins? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, I mean, like, last night, like, he's been very easy, not easy on me, but, like, he has been very tolerant of the shit that I would put him through. But he was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. If you do this shit to me again, especially in front of my best friend in my own right. home, right? like, in our home. Yeah, okay. Like I'm done. Like I'm mm-hmm. leaving you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck." Me. Yeah. And after that, like just COVID, like I didn't go out for a couple weeks, and then you know February like 17th was like St. Patrick's Day, and that week was when like our schools closed down because mm-hmm. I was teaching at that time. And I just remember, like, okay, I wasn't going out, but what was I gonna do when I was at home? Like I have to drink. Right, I have to drink, and that's what like everyone was joking about during COVID. Was like, oh, we're all just shit faced at home on a Monday night. Right, right. It was just so not normal. Right. And then Brandon was like, "If you do that again, like we're leaving you." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, how mm-hmm. am I going to cope with this fucking pandemic? My job sucking dick virtually. Right. And like, we're just shut down all of a sudden. Right. 
it was just too much. And I remember when they were like, oh, the liquor stores are closing. And I was like, we have to go. We have to go. We have to get all the food. Start the car, Start the car honey. Right. <laughs> so I like run down to the liquor store place. And then I'm like checking on my phone like, 10 minutes later, of course. <laughs> like, like, half gallons. You're like, shit. <laughs> I did. I left with, like a Tito's half gallon, like four boxes of wine, like a handle of whiskey. So I was like, oh, Brandon will want it. No, bro. Pull the car that. around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't find any parking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> of course, it was walking distance, so that was mm, dangerous. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, like ten minutes later, they're like, "Oh, just kidding. We're actually not going to shut down the oh. like the liquor stores." <laughs> Jesus. Brandon was like, "Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you <laughs> have a problem?" And I was like, right. "No, I don't." Right. But right. I kind of knew. But we're just and set then, <laughs> Fuck. Just. Yeah. And then I just remember like, like I would be like, okay, so I started seeing a therapist for alcohol and she was like, okay, so let's just set like realistic goals for yourself. Like within a week, like by Friday, Friday nights, like you're not going to drink any wine. Oh, and I was good. like, yep. Well, she, I set that for myself. Cause I was like, sure. I'm not going to drink. Sure. She's like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Let's do that. Love it. And then Friday night would come around and I'd be like, yeah, hey, it was a pandemic and I'm like chucking my phone. I'm like, oh, everyone else is drinking. Right, it's right. Fine. I'll right. just have a little. Totally. And then like a little would turn into a whole bottle. And then right. I'd bust into the second bottle. And then I'd order a go puff alcohol bottle. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like delivery was never ending at that house. Right. Right. And I would meet with my therapist and she'd be like, How did Friday night go? And I was like, Well, I blacked out. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like mean to Brandon. I actually stayed farther away from him when I drank. I would be in one sure. room. Sure, you didn't bedroom. want to fuck it up. Yeah. No, I didn't want to fuck it up. And then it never really like I always kind of teetered the line of like him getting really mad at me, and then him like being okay with it because I was still kind of managing it. Okay. But it, I was only drinking wine, and okay. so I just it was just endless. And then I'd be like, okay, this Friday I'm not going to drink. And then she's like, all right, sounds good. I'll see you on Monday. And then, like, virtually. And then I'd be like, I blacked out again. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just, like, week mm -hmm. after week. And I was, was like, what am I doing? I was like, what am I doing wrong? And finally, I think, I don't even know when it was or how it was. But I was just like, fuck this. Like, I'm not drinking anymore. Mm -hmm. April 18th, 2020. Mm -hmm. I know I've not gotten... I have nightmares. I have nightmares still of just getting shit faced. Mm. Like the first couple weeks, it was actually it wasn't easy, but I think it was easier because we were in a pandemic and I wasn't going out with friends. Definitely. Yeah, I think I would have like definitely party culture out. You know, it was more party culture right. at home, but that's more manageable. <clears throat> right, right, right. For the most part, and so right. yeah, and. I just, once things still haven't even 100% opened up yet. And I'm still, right. like, I know I'm not really 100% put to the test, but I mean, I've been in Vegas. Oh, my God. Remained away. No, dude. That's like, so proud of you for some of the situations that you've been in that, like, I get a headache when I know I'm going to a party that I can't drink at. Like I get a headache before I walk in the door knowing I'm going to be around drunk people, you know? Right. But like the right. fact that you can handle being around like 
seven to 14, drunk, crying, blacked out, naked. Yeah, girls in a party. Yeah. And you can be like the voice of reason. You know, there are some parties we have three people in tears, people leaving in the Uber. You're just like, the world we like look to you we're like what's going on (laughs) you're like i know you're so i we we don't want sober persons here so yes or like they'll just be like dude what's happening literally like dude i don't eat like i'm as clueless as everyone else who's fucked up is because i don't even know what the fuck is going on and like i just notice that i'm it's it really really sucked being in Vegas though for the first time with all the girls that oh, was sure. the hardest time to be sober and I was yeah. also started school like my right. own school and right. I was just like this is really fucking hard actually right now and you killed it from yeah. outside perspective you know like I was like you go girl oh my god and then like the fact that people get communication so fucked up when they're oh. drunk oh I know it's so terrible. interesting it's, it's so just like the mind isn't working correctly no like you're just completely and it it like pains me too to see like people drunk outside Mm -hmm. of like like it pains me to see people drunk at a bar like especially girls because I'm just like dude I have been there I know like super drunk like looking stupid and stuff yeah 100% and you're just like oh my god like this is so cringy like what the fuck like and then you're like oh that was me but like right. five times worse because I'm right. an actual alcoholic. Right, right, right. But no, like navigating those situations now is actually really fun. Like when you're the only sober one, but it's not, I'm not judging anyone. And I think no. that's one of the big things mm-hmm. is that people are like, oh my God, you're at first. Right. It'd be like, oh my God, are you judging me? Like when I first got sober and I was like, maybe a little, but sure. I think. Which I, is normal. But Right. I think it's normal. And now it's more of like a it's more of like a acceptance of like the people who make those decisions for themselves like i that has nothing to do with me right so i have absolutely no right to judge totally i guy has absolutely no say here great wife um yeah man it's it's also though it's also really fucking infuriating when we were in that one situation in Colorado where like Mm -hmm. people were like oh my god you're being mean to me or like Mm -hmm. people aren't as aware and then I'm struggling to be like right because we're not clear-headed no right and then you you have to just like keep thinking like oh my god how much have they consumed today right how much of them isn't truly 100% here right now Mm -hmm. is this who they really are are they showing me their true colors like all of the people say like drunk whatever sober thoughts or drunk words it's like I don't think that's 100% true I I agree with you right like yes I do I think it depends on what's said and um yeah (laughs) that was accurate by any means no because sometimes our sober thoughts are so fleeting and we don't really necessarily identify with them they just come up in our heads and then they kind of go away but right right and uh, yeah, that's that's a hard one. And so just like really managing those like communication settings where I'm like trying to talk to someone who is a, clearly inebriated and being yeah. like, 
no, like we can't go there because the rest of the group doesn't want to go there. Or like, right. no, we can't get there right now because we don't have a car. Like, so like oh, simple, simple sentences. We right? don't have a like, car. And we're like, yes. oh. <laughs> like, we're just so much talking. And I'm yeah. just like, girl, I'm sitting there like, right. Right. Or even like, it's like the, like the, I don't know what it is, but I think it's like the sensitivity to noise. Ah, well, we get so like, we start here at one level and then we slowly but surely inch, inch, inch until we're like, ah, like screaming at each other. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, guys, it's okay. Yeah, just tone it down. We are inside. I hear you. Mm -hmm. And it's also really funny too, because when people are drunk and they're talking, and then nobody really hears them or acknowledges that they're talking. I'm that one person that can turn to them and be and like, be like I'm you. listening, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, wow, thanks, dude. I feel like, so yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I avoided through my whole high school career was like trying not to be seen. But really, in reality, I think all people want is to be seen. Absolutely. And like, it's also maybe why people drink to excess because. They think that's going to like get them there, but really it's like right. not. Right. It's like, oh, this alcohol is making me feel invisible, but it's like, no, dude, like you are very visible. 100%. <laughs> right. You're ex- <laughs> Yeah. I'll see you. Yeah, okay. That's pretty much all I got, man. So how many days have you been sober then? Mm. Let's go check. Yeah, because you have an app, right? Yeah, dude. It's like on my um, little widgets. I love it. 613 days. Wow. That's, that's a lot of days. Seriously. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, seriously. Like, I'm very commendable. Like I said, I get a headache just sober event. <laughs> oh my God, dude. You... So it's just like, it's, it's cool. It's, 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 I don't mean like it's cool. I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's cool to see someone going against the grain doing what's best for them and like this doesn't serve me this is not going to serve this is obviously not serving my relationship and you find and like of course it takes a couple times to like get things to like right look at you you know like i'm though now though i think i'm realizing that i have another addiction i just have a very addictive personality and i'm like now addicted to sugar so I think that's something that isn't talked about too in sobriety wow. is that like you don't understand how bad your body is like craving that sugar from the wine or the beer or the booze or the mixer that you start finding another hole to just dig yourself in. So now totally. you're trying to like fill that hole again with like healthier foods and healthier options because I've definitely like Love put it. on weight and I was like oh I'm gonna lose weight because I'm dropping alcohol but it's like right. no dude like there is a whole chemical that is fucking with you even more than that and that is sugar totally and, yeah it's but like it's like you know y- yeah without maybe seeing your like sober perspective though you wouldn't even be thinking like okay now here's the next I want to tackle you know i'm like i'm not even ready for that shit right and it's like take it as it comes you know dude yeah word it's it's exhausting it just it feels never ending almost i mean i think that's like what i've heard though right is that like it's a it's it's a battle 
for the rest of your life and like the battle can be like you know at times and out of ebbs and flows and hard and not but like it's definitely something like we all have our things that we have to deal with on a daily basis right this is just yeah. and it's everywhere mm-hmm. and like i know everything is everywhere right but it's no like- but for sure it's the it's a drinking's a huge part of the american culture right it is it is and it's it's saturated everywhere mm-hmm. even in like little kids stuff like even fucking dog toys now right. like i get okay it's cute when you see like a little paw light or like a little like what, what, what was it called again it was like called like a white paw i saw like mm-hmm. a white paw dog toy and i was like oh that's really cute and i was like drink now you're gonna, right now yeah. you're gonna see that toy every single fucking day right and like think of white claw Right, think about totally. how many fucked up nights you had off white right, claw. Right, or, or when you want another white claw now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder, yeah. But we are to a point where we get sick when we even, like, drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not, like, violently puking. Right. Like, we just, uh-uh, uh-uh. Totally. Which, which is, a g- fuck, it's, it seems like it's sticking, honey. It looks real. Oh, honey. I'm like, thanks. Okay, so we're, you know, we're obviously rounding out the year. Um, we're going into 2022. You've, I've, over the last couple of months, seen you be like, I, I want something. Let's go get it. And now you've officially gotten to, like, share the news or anything. Like, mm-hmm. But can you tell us at least, like, the process of recently you were like, I need a change in my life. And then, like, how you went and accomplished that. Damn, that's deep. You feel mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Sean, baby. Like Sean got into <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> um, so I hated teaching. Mm-hmm. I was a teacher for about three years and I I thought, first of all, I can do this better. Okay. Then I become a full-time teacher and I'm like, okay, this isn't that bad. And then COVID hits and you're like, wow, there are so many politics in education and in teaching. And it's extremely draining to even listen to the news nowadays, but then be living in it. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck no. And shout out to any teacher who is still sticking it through because I can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I got so fed up to a point where I just was like, I need something different. I would cry every night. I'm like, I can't reach these kids. Like, I just can't do it anymore. Right. it was like my first year was perfect and then COVID stopped it. And then my second year, the parents, mo- some of the parents hated me, mm. hated my gut. Mm-hmm. The third year, I'm in a virtual public school environment and I just like cannot connect with these kids. Yeah. Or these kids are just so far disconnected that there's no chance of me even coming close to mm-hmm. a connection. If that makes well, sense. I've saw it for myself when I was in Denver. She would show me like, you can, you can literally see like, all of the kids actions pretty much in terms of like when they logged on, how long they logged on for like some kids didn't even fucking log on when it's like a normal school day. And you're like, what the fuck? Like there's only so much she can do as the teacher when they're not in her presence, you know? Yeah. And it's fucking stupid. And I'm so happy I can come on here and be like, it's just not working and be away and be not in the system anymore. I'm still waiting for my paycheck, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's just like it's exhausting and expecting these teachers to be able to fill a gap that literally has not just it's you can't just like teach kids at a third grade level when they just when they literally went 
half of a year in first grade yeah. and then all of a sudden it went virtual. Like That's you can't awesome. teach them at a third grade level and they can't fucking add. Or yeah, I haven't even seen any handwriting from any of these children who God knows that they can write. Jesus fuck. Right? Yeah. And you're like, oh no, well, our whole world is like typing. It's like, dude, no. These are oh like- no, but I, like I literally remember my hand getting tired from like writing courses, the fucking cursive yes. in second grade. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, dude. Like those are the things that kind of like create you and mm, like- definitely. And it also helps with like organization skills, critical thinking. Just, just necessary like- skills, learning things. Right. Right. Like we don't want to become an eligible you that's like illiterate in a form 100 percent, it is it's like written illiteracy or whatever the fuck it's yeah called. yeah so anyways i'm just like okay well you know what and it's not that i wasn't getting support from admin i really was but i just i couldn't do it mm-hmm. and so we just manifested mm. every night not every night okay i was not that great but as much as you could i i yes i bought this notebook and i was like i'm going to write down my day as if I have the job I want, living in the city I want, living with the people I want, living in the house I want. Mm -hmm. And we just did that. And we were just like, I was like, I went to the park today with Charlie, my dog, Mm -hmm. and we were walking down by the beach in California and I have a stay at home job, stay at home, work Mm -hmm. from home job that I can do virtually and that I love and I'm getting enough money for, you know? Mm -hmm. And then as the job search process moves along, I'm like, wow, I really want this one job in California that's with audit board. And it's like a trainer role. So I'll be able to like teach adult learners like about mm-hmm. the company. Amazing. And it just like slowly became this like huge snowball of like, holy shit, this is happening really fast. It's all falling into place. I'll be able mm-hmm. to quit right before winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll give time for them to find someone. I'll be able to, you know, say goodbye to the kids and they won't mm-hmm. see me for a couple weeks and they'll be comfortable while really? with someone new. Like it just really was a puzzle piece. And I don't think anything like this has ever really happened like in my life. For you like this? 100% until I really removed myself from like this whole alcohol mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. and just like really worked on myself a lot. Mm-hmm. But when I say worked on myself, it was like, you just kind of go through the day and you take it one day at a time. There's nothing you're going to do. You're, you're going through the, you know? you're going, yes, that's exactly like what I'm doing right now. You're going through yeah. that day, trying to do the best you can, marking off things that day. <laughs> like, right, right. Nobody's looking at tomorrow. No, you're worried about today. Because I have so much shit to do right now. Mm-hmm. How the fuck can I think about tomorrow? Well, when it's the little things, if you do them every day eventually that's going to take you somewhere you know preach and it wasn't like i wasn't happy in teaching for just like these four months like i was very unhappy for probably for a minute yeah i i was even happy unhappy in my first job because i was like yeah it's it's the realization that these kids are so far behind and their parents aren't doing anything about it i'm not saying that for every kid i've taught because it's not true right but it's like holy shit and then you get these kids from second grade and you're like who the fuck how do you not know how to subtract like who was your teacher right like do you just not care right do you just not care enough to teach these kids how to add and subtract like how can you not care right and of course like my last principal was like don't give up on teaching and i'm like Mm. bitch teacher Mm -hmm. gave up on me right right the system gave up on me (laughs) the system (laughs) man 
course, now my laptop's going to die. No, of course. No, don't worry. Um, okay. So, so you, you did this. Yeah, yeah. You, you did this on your own. So you're moving soon to California. Yeah, we're moving soon to Cali, baby. California love. But, Can, oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, please. Can you tell us, like, you know, as we head into, and, like, I haven't really been one for resolutions the last couple years. I obviously totally get them, understand. But it's just, like, let's just continue the work that we're trying to do. That's all that I can, you know, it's, like, let's just keep moving forward, sister friend. Um, (laughs) But what advice do you have for the people who are like you and were, like, or are, like, I want to make a change and I'm ready to make it? Like, what advice do you have for maybe like the journey and like with you whatever change you make didn't stick necessarily it took you a little bit to find the job you wanted in cali like for what advice do you have for us who are looking for a little bit of a change first of all i'm gonna cry at the fact that you're even asking me for advice because i literally never ever thought of myself as someone to give advice because oh my god no dude like you have you have come so far and you're doing so well like you all along the road of life and we're fucking 27 and 28 i'm like oh mr mrs wise but it's like you've over or right now you're doing so well over that mountain you know so it's like help us for people for us little people (laughs) there was this is actually really fucking weird but there literally brandon went to panda express and i said no because i'm reading this book about sugar right Mm -hmm. and i'm like no i can't i gotta stay away like his fucking fortune cookie was mm-hmm. the wise I think it was like the wise man listens to the fool and the fool or like something like that or like the fool yeah. doesn't listen to the wise man or like yeah. the wise man is wise because he listened to the fool okay and I'm like holy shit mm. like in this situation I'm like I was the fucking fool totally you know and it's like only the people who are wise enough finally be like i don't know shit right it's like when people really become the person that people look up to like i think admitting that you don't know shit is right the one. right um, and when i say shit i don't mean like you don't know anything like obviously you know your abcs but like you don't you don't you, you're not going to know everything you're not going to know exactly what's going to come down the road and like like don't make plans yeah okay Plans don't work. No, they don't. My plan was not going to be a teacher mm-hmm. in August, but look what the fuck happened. I became a teacher in August. Right. Um, and then also, just like whatever you get thrown, I feel like the number one thing is just like work your fucking ass off doing mm-hmm. what you're doing in that moment. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, but then I'm so drained. I can't put it towards what I'm really passionate about. And it's like, that then you're not really that passionate about it right yeah exactly you know yeah and I just kind of like think of that with like what you're doing right now is that everyone Mm -hmm. like I hear like there's just like people are like oh well she's not really doing anything and I'm like Mm -hmm. like that's like what I know your verbal is and you're sure right now right right and I'm like dude are you fucking kidding me you're doing everything like this fucking interview is fucking two hours long dude and you're gonna go in and chop the shit up and make Mm -hmm. it something like Mm -hmm. I didn't even say anything important Oh, hush, like, dude. 
no, no, no. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. there's so much mumbo jumbo and it's like, you know how long this is going to take her mm-hmm. and like how much work she's going to put in and how much more experience she's going to have on her resume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think it's just like, do whatever you're fucking doing because you love it. And right. even if you don't, I don't know. No, that's contradictory because I don't even, I didn't even love teaching, but I did it. Well, you, but at the same time, it's like, you have to do what you got to do. You know, you got to do what you got to do to get to where you want to go. Amen. And that's what you did. did. Yeah, for like three fucking years. And I think it was like, I didn't even know what I wanted, but it's like finally getting that energy and mustering it up and being like researching what you actually want to do and seeing if that's an opportunity out there for you is like number one. And figuring out what you don't want to do. Let you me know? tell you, I will not go back to teaching children. So I'm like, who else is there to teach? Well, adults who are more willing would be nice. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be really nice. And I was like, wow, I wonder if I could do that somewhere. And then I, you just kind of start like searching on LinkedIn for jobs. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, wow, there's actually is that opportunity. People, I think people would be surprised about like how much shit they think actually isn't out there, but really is. Oh, what? totally. It's, yeah. Like, did you ever think you'd be able to freelance shit? Like, what no, now? I remember when I was leaving Montana to go to Spokane and mm-hmm. the weather, the weatherman who was taking my spot was like, um, he was like my husband freelances. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh God, freelancing sounds so nice. Like yeah. you get to work from home, blah, 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 like all this shit. And now I'm like trying to make it work, you know, while I figure out this barstool thing. And I'm like, yeah, this is fucking dope. Like, Fuck yeah you know yeah like is now i'm like turning this into question like is it working out like is like the money like good enough if you start grinding harder so in january one client is going to pick up um and that client is like i don't even mind saying 25 an hour compared to like another client who's way less than that um but it's also it's also like one they're not freelancing you never know how stable it's going to be for how long you know right so it's like i'm trying to save as much as i can while i'm like on unemployment and so when that goes away um at the beginning of february that i can hopefully have like more freelancing lined up or like something for like more of a stable you know income yeah damn that's fucking dope that's dude i was making like six no 15 an hour teaching like after like mm-hmm. like like base I think was like eight teaching and then like after taxes it's like 15 and you're like wait mm-hmm. yeah I know yeah <laughs> but it's also like, like freelancing no isn't the end goal you know it's just like if we're just doing what we we're, like we're just doing what we gotta do right now to hopefully get to where we want to go 100% I think yeah that just really allow yourself to cry yeah it's really, for sure. really really important let it out putting yeah putting on like a tough facade like oh i'm just like even saying like just do what you got to do it's like dude that's still like a tough, yeah like trying to be tougher than like what you're actually working through and like totally. you're kind of muting your own pain because it's like right. this isn't where i want to be right right so, i get that yeah it's just yeah right just like being like really fucking gentle like being very gentle with yourself yeah i need to meet myself where i'm at just like meet myself where i'm at yeah that's some deep shit it is some deep shit 
Okay, why some days though, yeah, you just gotta turn on some fucking bitch on. I will say you, my Brandon, and you love him, and I love him too because it is when you like think about it, like yeah, his messages are positive through through his raps and stuff, you know. So I'm like, yeah, this is some some messaging I can get behind. Dude, fuck yeah, I love it. You better play some if you can legally. All right, my last question for you, cutie. Um, so you know, you've obviously had like extremely like cloudy times, and it's so freaking cool to see you just doing so well now and like the growth that you've had as um as you look back you know we're heading into the new year 2022 as you look back over the last couple years just the growth that that you've had like how has this new sober perspective and sober mindset like changed things for you like I can see clearly now kind Mm -hmm. of like I can I'm finally remembering shit that I didn't remember right after school um I'm remembering things again I'm Mm -hmm. actually seeing and enjoying my Sundays rather than feeling like absolute shit right yes the older we get the more painful pain becomes Mm -hmm. just like a headache oh my god yeah so much more dramatic (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you're like oh my god why was my mom such like complaining not complaining right right but oh my god load like it's yeah so Mm -hmm. I think it's just really allowed me to see clearly and it's definitely removed judgment from my eyes don't I don't judge people the same way I used Mm -hmm. to like when people like do stupid shit from drinking I'm like I've probably done worse I have done worse I've been picked up at a motel and fucking Bozeman on the side of the road and like right I like Mm -hmm. you just like you can't judge people from how they appear and I think I've been really caught up in that with a couple friends that we know closely is that like Mm -hmm. we can put anything on social and look like we have it all together or Mm -hmm. look like we have all this money or look right. like we know what we're doing or look like we have like a stable family and it's like sure dude like there are so many fucking demons that are oh, just God. like out in well, we're all human right right and they just terrorize they just terrorize people's lives and like you'll never mm-hmm. see that on social 100 percent. unless they're like very very open about it but right. that's like one in like right five or 30 that you give a shit about more like one out of 50 right you know right and even then it's like oh no i'm very like open it's like dude no you you're you're really not like when people say that on social and they're like oh no i follow this person because they're really open it's like dude there's just so much showing you exactly what they want to (laughs) see or exactly Exactly. like what they want you to see like unless we're streaming 24 7 like you're never gonna see everything I just took a shit, but <laughs> no, I think that's the number one thing is that if you want to get sober, really just do your research about like what you think your biggest weaknesses are. Um, mine was wine. So I said, absolutely not. We need to get this fuck rid of wine. Even like fake wine, mm-hmm. I can't even do anymore because it's like, like fake Still wine, I mean, like non-alcoholic. Yes. Yeah. So I can't even be around wine, honestly. Um, and then... 
just knowing also your strengths. Like, what do you know that you love doing and just do that every day or do that whenever you feel weak? Sure. Um, and if you're straying towards something, I mean, honestly, I hate to do something corny, but just like, just do it and write it down and manifest mm-hmm. that it's actually happening. Yes. And that actually changed my perspective a lot. Wifey, I'm so proud of you, dude. And I'm just really thankful that you would take time um, to come on here and like share your story because I know it's definitely not an easy one to probably like rehash, you know, and especially rehash for a lot of strangers. So like, but I just, I've been wanting to talk to you for a while on here because it's just such an interesting perspective and such a great story, you know, and like, you're like, you're like as close as you know what I'm saying like you are like so fucking near and dear to my heart that I'm just I'm proud of you and I couldn't think of anyone else as we head into 2022 um to like kill this with you know because you have a perspective that not everybody has and I'm I'm extremely proud of you thanks dude I thought I was gonna cry but I think I have a headache so it's like manifesting differently Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. You are like a sister. You no, you are my sister. So I just love you so fucking much. And I think that there's gonna be a lot of haters. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be a lot of people who like doubt this shit because a mm-hmm. lot of people try this shit, but I don't think people have the touch like you do. Mm. Like you Bless just touch God. something and shit like turns into like platinum and then you just oh. turn it around and you'll cash it out. Thank you, dude. You're welcome, dude. I love you, cutie. Thank you for coming on. I'll talk to you soon.